Hello and welcome to the Game Over Screen, a podcast where we talk about video games. It's a podcast on the Merc with the Movie Blog podcast feed, which is what I meant to say. And we talk about video games. Video game news, what we've been playing, which for this week, not a lot for me. But uh, yeah, uh, I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I'm joined as always by my fellow co-host, Tyler. Tyler, how's it going? Hello, my name is Tyler. You are Tyler. We don't have Brendan with us tonight. He couldn't make it. But... It can be you and I, you know? That's fun still. If you say so. <laughs> All right, well then. Uh, as always, we're going to start with Tyler's Animal Crossing report. So Tyler, what is going on in the world of Animal Crossing? Uh, so the update just came out today, which allows you to swim. Uh, you, have to buy a, you have to buy a wetsuit. That's fine. It's like 3,000 bells. And it allows you to swim uh, a full 360... Uh, ring around your island and you oh, can that's cool. you can dig up new creatures and sea life and stuff and uh-huh. turn them into your museum uh i've also moved uh, i moved my museum uh yesterday so that i can build some better paths also okay. i paid off my upstairs and now i have a basement that's going to cost me 2.5 million bells that i'll probably never have God, real fucked on prices this week as usual. That's nothing as new. Always, as always, it's how bad this week. Uh, real bad. Uh, <laughs> I bought them at like over a hundred, which is always crappy. Now I could only sell them for about about one fifty. Oh, that's how many do you buy usually? Uh, uh this week I'm, I was kind of broke, so I only bought four hundred. Okay. Uh, but usually I try to buy about, about maybe like 30,000. Okay. Not wow. 30,000, but 30, 30 bundles. 30 bundles. I don't know how many's in a bundle. Uh, there's a hundred per bundle. Okay. Okay. Uh, give me one second. There's 3000. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a lot. That's a lot to buy and then sell for not a whole lot. No, at least it's a profit. I, I'm making something back, just not as much as I want. I decorated my upstairs. It is now a like an office area. It's got this like black linoleum floor with a dragon centerpiece in the middle and a desk and a. TV screen. That's fucking dope. And the the downstairs is just like a, I I know what to put down there. I put a UFO down there. And it floats and stuff. And uh, that's it for Animal Crossing. Uh, there was a frog that came to my island uh, to sleep in my camp campsite. And she was real ugly, so I didn't speak to her. And uh, that's it. That's it for Animal Crossing. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, I guess I'll have to handle the Destiny report or rundown um, this week, which is that I've barely played Destiny this week. Um, I'm almost at max light level. Uh, I think max light level right now is 750 and all of my stuff is like set. Not seven, sorry, 1050. Or no, sorry. Oh my God. Everything I'm saying is wrong. The max light level is 1060. It's 1050... There's powerful rewards and then there's pinnacle rewards. Powerful will get you up to 1050. Pinnacle will get you to 1060. All my gear is at at least 1048, so I'm pretty much there. Um, I know Brendan is doing pretty well as well. I have not been playing with him this week, so I can't really tell you how well he's doing because uh, I haven't been playing Destiny this week. Uh, did my Crucible yesterday, ran in, did some PvP, listened to some K-pop while I was doing it, and... Um, uh, it made it not rage. Well, a little, it was still a little rage inducing, but, uh, really that's just, if you have to, if you're playing destiny and you have to do PVP and you hate PVP, like I hate PVP, just listen to Spotify while you do it. And it kind of makes it better. It, it kind of makes it better. I know Brendan has, since I told him about my strategy strategy, he has adopted that as uh, a strategy and he does that as well now. Yeah. That, that's how you make things better. I know yeah. my friend uh, listens to his anime music while we play Overwatch or something. 
that makes sense. Yeah, I I feel like I'd have to do the same thing if I played Overwatch, um, because I don't like PvP games. So I'm trying to think of what else I could talk about with Destiny Rundown. I logged in today and got a message that we're going to Titan next week from uh, the game systems. Like here, what's coming up in uh in Destiny next week? So. We knew that this season, the big like seasonal event was going to happen on IO and Titan. We've been on IO for the like past four weeks, and it looks like next week we're going to Titan. And eventually, I because uh, in September those planets are going away. Like a bunch of the planets are going away in September. Mm-hmm. So I, I think something bad's going to happen. <laughs> I think uh, I I think we're going to lose in this season, and it's going to be like, all right, we're going to abandon the planets that we lost at because they're getting rid of them so i'm hoping they do something like physically to them like they get really fucked or something uh i hope it's not just yeah we're not going there anymore it's like quarantined or whatever i hope that's not what happens but i don't know yet uh it'll get more interesting as we get deeper into the season because i've seen some leaked stuff i've seen some leaked stuff and it looks like this season is definitely gonna lead into uh beyond light so if that's gonna be the case it'll get more interesting as we get closer to beyond light and as things start to evolve next week as well the moments of triumph start which uh is something that brendan and i do every year it's the stupid (laughs) thing where it's like it's pretty much a checklist for your destiny career they're the moments of triumph right what have you done in destiny um and if you do enough of the moments of triumph then they send you a shirt and i have both shirts that they've done so far because they've done shirts as a reward twice like a like a physical shirt physical shirt yeah yeah um and it's got my gamer tag on the side uh it's pretty cool well it's not a gamer tag it's um like your account name yeah my steam profile name or you you're allowed to put in what you want for it so um so i have my 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 name on on the side of it my uh, i think it's sean afk uh is what i've got on on my uh on my shirt and i will of course be doing it again because i want the shirt that's really the only reason i do it i no other reason uh just the shirt and uh i'm hoping because they did white the first year they did red the second year like it was white and gold red and gold or like a like a maroon almost a deep red uh is the point um red and gold so i'm kind of hoping maybe like a blue and gold this year because the expansion beyond light seems very blue themed uh just in all of the advertising and stuff so i think that'd be cool shadow keep was very red themed so i think it would be cool if beyond light was or since we're going into beyond light it's got a very blue theme we're going to a very blue planet (laughs) in beyond light i i kind of hope the shirt is blue but as long as it's a different color i'm cool with it because I like having the different colors for the different years. Uh, but yeah, that's the Destiny Rundown. I will I think things will pick up next week on that front. All right. Yeah, Destiny. Yeah, Destiny. Woo. Uh, the games that we've played this week, for me, it's very quick. I played Last of Us Part 2 this week. I'm getting close to beating it. I think I'm on Chapter 7 of 9. I think. I think that's where I am. Uh... My opinion on it is morphing a little bit. Uh, I think... I think it's a little long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I almost was thinking... I was thinking about this actually today while I was playing. Because I played today for the first time in a couple of days. I've been very very, uh, very busy this week. But I played for the first time today. And I was thinking... I kind of... Like, you know how uh, Kingdom Hearts Retain of Memories as... You and our Kingdom Hearts fans, this is the closest thing I can relate it to. Um, okay. You beat, you beat uh, Recom, and then you play through, what is Reverse Rebirth? Is that what? Yeah, Reverse Recru- Rebirth. Yeah, that's Recruit Storyline. I kind of wish it was that. I wish, because, all right, it's been, what, two or three weeks since the game came out? I'm going to say a minor spoiler at this point. If you guys want to jump ahead like 10 seconds, we're not going to talk about it. I'm just going to. I'm just going to say a minor spoiler uh, in three, two, one. But halfway through, you jump to Abby's point of view. And you mm-hmm. start playing as Abby for an unforeseeable amount. I, I assume until the end of the game, it looks like. 
It looks like eventually it's going to cross back over with Ellie and then finish. But the point being that I kind of wish that that second POV had been its own campaign. Mm. Like you play through the game and then once you beat the game, because there's a lot of going back, you go, you go back and you like, like back in, not back in time story wise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like the way that, um, the way that the, the, ti- the chapters are titled is like Seattle day one, Seattle day two. And then when you get halfway through, through you go back to Seattle day one. So I kind of wish that that was a separate campaign because it left off before the POV jump. Uh, it left off on a cliffhanger and I'm like, I really don't care about what's happening. Right. Like I care about it. It's fine. It's good. Like it's really heavy handed, but I get it. It's, it's fine. But I really want to know how that cliffhanger resolved. And it's just, I don't want to replay the game before I can get the ending. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so I just kind of wish that it was like a second campaign. Like you beat the game yeah. and then you play through it again from the second POV point. Uh, I just went through a scene that, probably the first scene in the game that I'd say I didn't think worked. Uh. I don't know. Are you watching it? No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't okay. seen anything. Yet, but it's not that I care or anything. Yeah. So well, I was gonna. I was gonna try to see if you knew the scene I was talking about. I'm not even gonna bring it up then. Uh, but there, I just watched a scene right, literally right before uh, I I joined in here. I I was like, all right, Tyler, I just need like ten more minutes. I need to. I'm in the middle of something in The Last of Us. I just finished up a scene and I was like, mm, that didn't really work, in my opinion. I didn't. That didn't make sense. Uh. It was very cliche and tropey. And I was like, if this was a CW show, yeah, 100%. I can imagine this happening, but I don't... It seems weird in, in like, the context of it happening in this game. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, I, I, I think the game is good. I just don't like the pacing of it, I think is what it really comes down to. Because mm-hmm. I really think it should have just been, like, two campaigns like you have in Recom. Uh, yeah or other games do it too i just recom was the first thing that came to my mind but that's all i have to say about the last of us part two for now uh hopefully next week i'll be able to talk about it fully and i'll have actually beaten it and i'll stop slacking but those are all the games i played because i didn't play anything else this week uh i did buy though yakuza 0 kiwami 1 and kiwami 2 on steam because they were on sale and today i almost I, i'm not going to do it yet because it's not enough of a sale for me to do it it's not cheap enough but on the playstation store yakuza 3 4 and 5 remastered the bundle is on yeah, sale those are and i was like it was still like 40 dollars for all of them and mm-hmm. i was like eh, if it was like 20 bucks i might have picked it up but i i'm holding out on that one a little bit longer uh at least you're at least you're getting them now uh yeah. when i when i bought the that collection it was just yakuza 3 okay and then they they eventually released 4 and 5 for it i see i see i see but yeah i've got yakuza 0 kiwami 1 and kiwami 2 on my computer and i'll be playing obviously 3 4 and 5 i don't believe are on pc i think they're only on playstation so i'll be playing those on my playstation um i just it was a really good sale i think it, what did i tell you what did i say it was cuz i was talking to you when i bought yakuza it was really cheap. It was like the Yakuza bundle. It was like, yeah, like 25 bucks for Zero and both Kiwami games. So, yeah. That was a good deal. So I just I picked that up. But what have you been playing this year? Or this year? Fuck. This year? Oh, well, what if have I have to go through a list. <laughs> um, well, I've, of course, I've been playing Animal Crossing. That's daily. Yeah. Uh, I hate it and also don't. <laughs> Uh, I played some more Bug Fables, Bug Fables this week. Uh, okay. not much to what say about Fables? it. Bug Fables is uh, it's it's uh, Paper Mario. It's like Paper Mario. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Except you have bugs. Yeah. Uh, have you talked and... about this before? And I just completely yeah, I have. I'm sorry. It, <laughs> it's like an indie game. It's fine. Uh, but it's good. It's Paper Mario. What more could I want? Because yeah. I don't think the new Paper Mario that's coming out is going to be for me. Just like yeah. the last two. 
That sucks. And then uh, I was just doing side quests and that. I haven't really progressed the story. But I've been playing, uh, as you know, I, I have another podcast called uh, All the Angles. Yes. With my friends Zero and Sly. We we cover games and shit. Uh, so we, we're, we're playing uh, Danganronpa 2. Well, okay. We're not we're not playing it together. We're we're gonna cover it, and so I'm replaying yeah. through it. And uh, honestly, I didn't really play that much of it. I remember most of it, but I just don't feel like going through the story again. It's uh, if you're not familiar with the game, it's like a it's like a visual novel kind of game, kind of like Persona or uh, it's how they present the stories through visual novel and text. There's still voice acting and stuff, but uh. It's like, it's like Ace Attorney. You ever play Ace Attorney? I want to. I've seen it though. Like I, I get the idea. Okay, so basically, a bunch of kids get trapped for this one specifically. A bunch of kids get trapped on an island. There's 16 of them. There's 15 in that picture. I posted that in the wrong place. You can't see that. <laughs> I'm on the Steam page right now. Uh, so 16 kids get trapped on this island, and they have to, they have to kill each other to escape. Oh, nice. So uh, the premise is that if you kill someone, you uh, and get away with it, you uh, you get to escape, and everyone else gets murdered by the bear. But if you get caught, then you you're the only one who dies. Okay. And it's presented in a like a class trial kind of courtroom style, but everyone's everyone's talking at once, and it's fine. Everyone's got their own unique, oddly specific talents. Like, uh, girl with the red hair in the top row is Mahiru. She's the ultimate photographer. And the guy next to her is, uh, Nekomaru. He's the ultimate team, team manager. And they're all really specific because they go to this crazy school. I'm, but, I'm looking at the scene page and I see a, a bear that's half white, half black, and is holding a machine gun. And saying rule breakers will be shot to death. That's just common sense. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's Monokuma. Looks He's pretty the, cool. The headmaster. It's it's a pretty wacky series. Yeah. The blood's pink. You solve a bunch of murders. There's three mainline games. Now yeah. I, I played them all and I like them, so that's pretty much it for me as far as playing games goes. Alright. Uh we got a bunch of news this week. We're going to try something a little bit different here um, where we are going to kind of hit news bites. All right. So these are things that I really don't think we have a whole ton to talk about. There might be a, something, a couple things in here that will be, uh, we could get a little bit of conversation out of, but I think we're going to, we're going to try to fly through most of these. Cause it's, it, it's not stuff that it's stuff that's either not relevant to us or it's just not a huge deal to begin with. Yeah. Uh, so starting off, Honey Pop 2 got an update. Honey Pop 2 is about... So is this a quote from the developer? You wrote this. Thing. Yeah, this is a All quote right. from the Honey Pop dev. All right, so uh, Honey Pop... Or Honey Pop. Honey Pop 2 is about 93 to 94% complete. I'll feel comfortable announcing a date when it's 98 to 100%. I've never played Honey Pop. Uh, I know you said... I think you said you have. Yeah, I have I have 100% complete Honey Pop. Are you hyped uh, for 2? Yes, it's, it's called Honey Pop 2 <laughs> Double Date. <laughs> uh for those who don't know it's a uh it's like a match match three puzzle game where you uh learn about these girls you know you learn their favorite things and they ask you questions about how you feel on stuff and you go on puzzle dates or you solve puzzles and you have certain moves you have like a limited number of moves but uh each girl likes like a different type kind of like a icon more than others so it's Better to match those. And uh, then after a couple dates, they'll uh, let you have the sex. And uh, uh, nice, 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 nice. That's nice. also in the guise of a puzzle. And okay. uh, outside of outside of the, the not safe for work content, it's still a pretty solid uh, puzzle game. Yeah, I know it's like unironically, I know that it's a it's a game. Honey Pop, at least the first one is a game that has gotten a lot of praise. So I'm excited for a second one for the people that play Honey Pop. You'll probably never catch me playing it. Yeah, dude. 
you, you two date two girls at once. That's double the <laughs> double the puzzles. Double the puzzles. Yes, exactly. Uh, Super Nintendo Land, the Mario-themed expansion to Universal Studios Japan, has had its in- opening indefinitely delayed due to coronavirus concerns. I saw the videos that have been going around of that place. Mm-hmm. Cool as shit. Uh, I don't know how... I, honestly, I don't know how much I care about Super Nintendo Land just because, I mean, I, I live in the U.S. I'm really... Yeah. And unless they build one here, I can tell you that there's no chance... There's, there's like a 5%... There's a 1% chance that I will ever go to Super Nintendo Land. So, um... I think the place is really cool, but like, yeah, it got delayed. I mean, makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. You have anything to add about Super Nintendo Land? Uh, no, I don't really do theme parks. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone is upping its quad capacity from 150 to 200, uh, so it'll be 200 players. Yeah, that's uh, like 50 teams of four people. Yeah. Uh, I don't play Warzone. I think I kind of want to try it because I really like Blackout. Yeah, I played uh, Blackout uh, quite a bit. Yeah, I thought Blackout was real fun. So I might I mean Warzone's free. I, I it's, not that it matters that it's free because I own Modern Warfare because I I love the Modern Warfare games and I got it just for the campaign and that campaign is fucking excellent. Uh, one of the best campaigns they've done in a long, long time. But yeah, I mean that's a lot of people. I might have to try it out at some point. The only thing I the only reason I probably wouldn't get this is because. Uh, the last Call of Duty game I played was Black Ops 4. And yeah. uh, those games are way too big. Well, this one, the, the the size on Warzone, it's getting close to like 200 gigs, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. I've already got Final Fantasy 15 installed. I don't need <laughs> I don't need this to stack on top of it. I'm, uh, part of me wants to beat Last of Us Part 2 so I can delete it and make room for when Ghost of Tsushima comes out. Uh, with Fortnite's official release on the way, which I didn't realize it's almost, it's coming out. Almost. It's almost. on its way. The early access label is going to be removed and they're going to be slowing down content releases to update. I don't like that you said the less popular save the world mode, because to be honest, I remember hearing about save the world before it, the battle royale stuff. And I was well, super excited for save the battle world. royale stuff came after, after, yeah. after PUBG started going around. Yeah. But, I was excited but... for Fortnite save the world. Like when it was save the world, and, and mm-hmm. then it became Fortnite, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay, yeah." Right. And uh, it's—I mean, less popular is still very true. It's true, but I don't like it. Uh, and also, you have to—you have to pay for save the world, and people don't want to do that. No, it's funny that like they announced a game, they made an entirely different game, and they're like, "All right, now we're gonna go back to making our game." <laughs> like. It's not an entirely different game, but it's pretty much an entirely different game. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Dreams is getting PSVR support along with tutorials and how to make VR content. That's pretty uh, cool. Dreams pretty is cool. cool. I don't own Dreams, but I've seen some cool stuff. Like, I know people are playing, like, making like Kingdom Hearts games in it, and that's pretty cool. So, like, Dreams seems cool to me. Uh... Licked Crisis 1 Remaster is set to release... Oh, it was set to release on July 23rd. It's been delayed due to fan disappointment and how the graphics look. I watched the trailer. I mean... It looked like... Uh, it looked. What's the one that everybody talks about how good it looked? Was it Crisis 3? Uh, it might have been 2 or 3. I feel like it looks like 2 or 3. I know the, 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 the meme around the computer gaming uh spaces can your can your rig run crisis yeah i mean it looks good i i it doesn't look there yeah i mean i'm looking at the i watched the trailer earlier or i skimmed through it i'm skimming through it again i mean it doesn't look great but it, it looks fine for a remaster mm-hmm. i don't know what do you think looks fine I... yeah can't say anything too wrong with it. There's some weird animation jittering happening uh, on that trailer. If you go to like 58 seconds, the way that uh, the way that there's a dude in a helicopter and the way his model moves, he's like his arms like jittering. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, it looks a little weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, graphically at least it looks fine. I think, but people will never be satisfied. 
I know people are big Crisis fans, so I'm hope that at least uh, when they do eventually release it, uh, the Crisis fan base doesn't try to kill the dev team. You never know with gamers. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm I I. Uh, it's horrible to say. Uh, I'm waiting, scared for the day that somebody attacks Naughty Dog over just because all the shit that people have been saying. About have you Naughty seen Dog. the the <laughs> the death threats that uh, yeah. Laura Bailey has gotten? Yeah, oh, I saw that's that wild. Was, I saw her name was trending today because of people that were just like backing her up. Like, I genuinely not look too much into it because I don't want the death threats to say something that's going to be like spoiling for me on on the one R2. the one. The one she posted, I don't think have any spoilers on them. Oh, I didn't realize she posted one. What is this? Oh, oh I'm gonna. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, they're not good. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck those people. And... I'm yeah, no, fuck those people. Uh, genuinely worried for the safety of those performers and and the people at Naughty Dog because uh, uh, I don't I I don't think like. I think you need to live under a rock to not see what's happening there, you know? Yeah. Um, it, anyway. it reminds me of of uh, back when Persona 5 first released. Okay. Uh, people don't like a catchy. And, I, uh, yeah. And so there's an Akechi cosplayer that was basically bullied. That's bullshit. Like, not even, like, not even, like, the voice yeah. actor who who voice actors who voice acts prompto and stuff, but just a cosplayer was bullied into humiliation because they cosplayed a catchy. And like that's so fucked up. That's really fucked. I mean, look, I I hate a catchy as much as the next person. No, uh, I I that's look. Listen, guys. Hey, uh, they're making a fucking game, right? If you don't like it, don't play it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, Xbox Summer Games event will have more than sixty downloadable demo demos. Uh, this doesn't really apply, I don't think, to either of us because we don't have Xboxes. <laughs> but that's true. But uh, it's a big thing. Still, so it'll be available to access from July twenty first to the twenty seventh. The demos won't be all won't all rep- be representative representative of the final products. Most are show flow demos, so there might be some things to buffer out. Somewhere between seventy five to a hundred demos when the dust settles. Says G and Gregory. Who's that? I meant to say Glenn, but Glenn. Okay, Glenn <laughs> Gregory. I don't know who this person is. Uh, um, is he a singer? Wait, <laughs> who is this? Maybe. No, don't no, don't bookmark the new tab page. <laughs> is he a reporter? Is he a Microsoft guy? That's kind uh, of. He's a Microsoft guy. Okay, okay, that's kind of what I wanted to know. Oh. Uh, global product. global project manager. Okay, okay, uh, okay, that's cool. I guess. What, what like are these? Like... There were there was some name demos. Uh, there was like one for the. Oh, I see. Okay, I, I'm looking at the uh, Xbox page now. Uh, Price Tales, which actually that game looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Destroy um, humans. Hated, which I've played a demo of already on PC. That's great. Uh, that, that game looks great. Uh. Hellpoint, Skateboard, The Veil, I'm looking, Raji, uh, okay. Now wait for them, like, day of Halo Infinite. (laughs) We still don't know when, I think it was supposed to happen this week, or today even, was supposed to be the Xbox event, but we don't know when that's going to be happening now. Uh, because it's definitely not happening today, it got delayed. Uh, Worms Rumble announcement, 32 player real-time combat, cross-play, worm customization, you can also do the floss. Modes like Deathmatch and Battle Royale. Oh, can you can sign up for the beta? Uh, another Worms game. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about this Worms game. Not that I'm the biggest Worms fan or anything, but yeah, real time combat seems kind of weird. Also, the, the environments aren't really destructible because oh, you know, that then that doesn't sound fun. Like, so. yeah, I'm looking at this. I've played Worms once in my life. Uh, this ain't it, Chief. 
At least not for me. At least not for me. I think Reloaded is what I played. For me, this ain't it, this ain't it, Chief. Yeah, probably. I haven't, I haven't played Worms in so long, but it probably won't be my return to Worms. <laughs> uh. All right, this is the last thing in our kind of... I put this in the quick bite thing. I think we might be able to talk a little bit about it, but honestly, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, we got some new detail on Avalanche Studios' Harry Potter game that is in development. It's scheduled for late 2021. Uh, the little blurb, uh, I think it was a a, um, a blurb from Jason Schreier at uh, Bloomberg. Bloomberg Tech. Uh <laughs> Open world Hogwarts and surrounding areas playable. Rowling has very little direct involvement, which honestly put that shit on the box. Uh, <laughs> should be <laughs> that should be one of the fucking taglines. And it's going to be announced after DC Fandom, which is in August, which is supposedly when we'll also hear about uh, Batman. And well, apparently there are two games in development: another Batman game, and then whatever Rocksteady is working on. Um, which I think I last I heard was Suicide Squad. Am I making that up? Is that something no, heard? I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. Listen to okay. some other podcasts. I feel like last thing I heard was um, WB Montreal is making the next Batman game and Rocksteady's doing Suicide Squad. Uh, and they were going to announce it fairly recently. I'm, I'm, or recent, like soon, but I think they pushed it back to the fandom. Mm-hmm. Was it going to be at Xbox? Uh, It might have been. I don't know. I feel like I read that it was going to be announced, but they pushed it back to Fandom. And I mean, it, I I I can understand why you'd be nervous to announce a Harry Potter game right now. Uh, probably the same reason we haven't heard about Fantastic Beasts in a little bit. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, look, I'm hyped as shit for this Harry Potter game. The idea of just playing through a Hogwarts, like RPG, you create the wizard, you play through a couple years of Hogwarts at least. I really would like to go through year one through seven. I don't think that's what this is going to be. Um, I bet that we start like halfway through or something. And I, I wonder I, if there I, are like uh, like builds to like what kind of wizard you want to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think really the only like like if there's a list of wants for this, right? It's I think really the only thing is I want a couple years at Hogwarts. Like I want a lengthy amount of time in Hogwarts. I really I want Persona Five, but you go to Hogwarts is what I want, Tyler, with a cast of characters and set over the course of a couple years. I mean, Persona Five isn't set over the course of a couple of years. It's one like it's like one school year with like yeah, like, it's a, it's a year about it's like a year. But like what I mean is I want a long period of time. And if you're going you go to, to class meet, yeah, and they ask exactly. you questions and. I'm not going to know the answer to these questions. I probably will. Uh, I'm a pretty big Harry Potter fan. I just, look, that's kind of what I want from this game, is I just want a Hogwarts experience. Uh, do you? Is there anything, like, what would they have to put on the box for you to, like, be, like, what, like you know how you turn the bo- like the back on the box, they've got, like, the highlighted features or whatever? What would be the highlighted feature on the back of the box to get you excited for this game? Uh... Uh, customizable genitalia <laughs> tell me that i can I, I, my build it determines uh what house i get into interesting well i kind of hope that i kind of hope you can choose the house i wonder if it'll be like a sorting house game like they'll give you a quiz or whatever maybe um, like um choose your house but your house determines these kind of stats yeah i mean Maybe if there are I stats. Know. I don't fucking know. Who knows? Uh, for me, it's just like either make it literally like Persona, where you play a year day for day uh, in at Hogwarts, or um, make it set over the course of multiple years. Is kind of what I'm hoping for. I want a lengthy game from it. Is my point. I want to really spend time at Hogwarts um, because I'm never going to get to in real life. Uh, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> that makes me sad. <laughs> um, all right. That is our segment on, like, kind of the, the news bites. We have two other segments. We've got big stuff, and I'm going to tease the big stuff real quick. Uh, we're going to be talking about the sexual misconduct. You just wrote, due to the sexual misconduct of Joey, Mr. Wiz, uh, Q-lar. Is it Is it, like proven stuff yeah okay yeah. okay okay so due to the proven section okay so that yeah see because I, I initially wrote uh due to allegations of sexual okay. misconduct 
but now he's come out and, and admitted. And okay, okay. So we're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be talking about the NBA 2K21 pricing because that might be industry standard. But before we do that, there was some video games and other media is kind of what I'm calling it. We had two TV show announcements for shows based off of video games. The first one being that the showrunners for Westworld are going to be making a Fallout show for Amazon. Uh, it's going to be produced by Kilter Films. It's coming from Westwood creators Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan with executive producers Todd Howard and James Altman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, I think Fallout would be great as a TV show, honestly. I think it's a, it would be a great IP for it. I haven't watched Westworld, so I mean... I heard the first season of Westworld was pretty good. I yeah. don't think people like the second or third seasons, but I haven't watched it myself, so I can't really say... But, I mean, if they do it right, it'd be fine. Uh, I, I mean, Amazon Amazon adding this to a list of big Amazon, uh, uh, like, like properties. Because, it, I, I mean, at least, like, I think the one that comes to everybody's mind is they're doing Lord of the Rings. They're doing a Lord of the Rings show. Uh, and are they doing Halo? I haven't heard about any of these. Oh, no, they're doing a Lord of the Rings show that's, like... Oh, no, sh- no, Showtime was doing Halo. Um, no, Amazon's Lord of the Rings show is like, I mean, they're, they're like, they want it to be the next Game of Thrones. Like, it's a big, it's supposed to premiere probably sometime next year. I mean, it's ordered for two seasons already. It's, but yeah, another big property for Amazon to snatch up. Let's hope that it, you know, comes at some point. <laughs> uh, yeah, they spent $250 million on the rights to Lord of the Rings to make that show. Jesus. Yeah, uh, and they're going to spend like another 100 to 150 per season. My friend Pedro is getting a TV adaptation. It's going to be an R-rated half-hour dramedy written and executive produced by John Wick co-creator Derek Kolstad. Uh, I think that will be fun. I like the half-hour dramedy format. I think it's a good format. Uh, he's also he's working on Falcon and the Winter Soldier in some to some extent. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what he's doing on it, but he's got it in his filmography. Um, and also, I mean, he signed on I, to write and produce a Just Cause movie. Um, so like, that's interesting. Kind of dipping his toes into the video game. I wonder if he's just, like a video game fan. That's where he's getting at least those two, uh, projects from. Yeah. Oh, and he also wrote John Wick Chronicles, which is a video game. Interesting. Uh, I've never played my friend Pedro, but I like the idea of a how I like that. I, I played like the, the I played the first few levels of it. Okay, it's pretty I mean, good. It's, it's like a you know you go through levels, shoot guys, do crazy stunts, and skateboard and shooting. How shooting would that skillets and shit? How would that translate to like a TV show though? Like, what's like? Is there a storyline that they would have to rigidly adapt, or would they just would it be there, like they have a lot there, of free room? There's some story in there, uh, but it, I think they do have a lot of free room. I know there's a talking banana or something, but I'm sure they could they could do it. Uh, Barry is my favorite television show airing right now, and that's a half hour dramedy. So bring me more half hour dramedies. Uh, that is the video games and other media segment, and we're about to jump into our kind of bigger topics. But before we do that. We're going to go to break for a second, so we'll be back in a moment. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolf, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode... Are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years. As we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Hey, Jay Wade here to tell you about SEN After Live, our SEN Live After Show, where we talk about, well, whatever Christian Brett and the rest of the crew talk about and the insanity that ensues. So join us each week here on the Merc with the Movie blog feed on your podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube now on the SEN After Live channel. Talk to you then. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, the Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Listen to all those shows. They are great. So our first big price or price, well, big price. Yes. First big uh, topic is the NBA 2K21 price. It's priced at $69.99. I like that you wrote nice in there. Um, Releasing. uh, So it's $69.99 for the Xbox Series X and PS5. It's 60 on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, On top of the 70 base price, they're also selling a... $100 Mamba Forever version that includes the cross-generation version. So you only will get the PS5 upgrade for free if you purchase the $100 version for PS4, not the 60. Um, If you you buy the the $100 PS4 version, then you get the the upgrade version as well. Or if you buy the PS5 $100 version, then you get the PS4 version as well. Okay. I see. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. But they're both $100. Okay, that's weird. Uh, also, throwing Mamba Forever on there seems pretty dirty. Uh, I don't know. Does anybody else feel like that? Like putting Mamba Forever on your exclusive one hundred dollar price tag one feels a little dirty. Oh, uh, make sure to buy the Mamba Forever edition, or else you know, if you're only buying the regular edition, then then you think, fuck Kobe. Uh, yeah, you hate little... Kobe Bryant if you don't buy yeah. this version. Yeah, that seems a little scummy to me. I think you probably could have just called it NBA 2K21, not Mamba Forever, and just had that been the title. I think that would have been acceptable to a lot of people. I'm not an NBA fan, and I would have found that a good thing to do. <laughs> like, you know, like I just... Anyways, I think that's really scummy. But the main... Besides 2K being scummy as they always are, the big question is is that this we don't have pre-order prices for PS5 games yet. Is no. this the new standard MSRP for um which I believe stands for market standard re- uh retail price, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is this what new AAA games are going to cost, or is 2K just being greedy? Tyler, your thoughts. Uh I'm gonna put it on I, maybe they're just being greedy, but I don't know because they are the first ones to really do this, so we just we don't know. But if I had to put my money anywhere, it'd be that maybe they're just being greedy. Maybe they're trying to predict what the next price will be. I that that would be interesting. I'm I'm gonna say I think that's the new MSRP. I think I think next gen games are gonna be seventy dollars. I think it makes sense, frankly. Uh, games have been sixty dollars for fifteen years, which like if you guys know how inflation works uh, $60 right now is not worth the same amount of money that $60 was 15 years ago and game development only gets only gets uh, more expensive every year so it makes sense that they're going to raise the price like I was talking to my boss uh, I'm back at work this week uh, and I, I was talking to my boss because he was talking about playing in college he bought I think it was it was a game, maybe Goldeneye or something. I don't know. He said he was, you know, he bought a game and he paid like, he paid like uh, 60 bucks for it or something. Like it was, it was around there and he did the math for inflation and it would have been like $120 today to buy like the standard version of this game for the N64 or whatever, or PlayStation or whatever the game was that he bought um, would have been $120 today. So, like, 
it makes sense that they're gonna raise it like we've been getting games for pretty cheap to be frank uh it's kind of surprising that video games prices haven't gone up over the last couple years uh as everything else does <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't really have a problem with them going up to 70. What I do think is interesting about this, though, is that it means that for games like Cyberpunk and Avengers, we'll essentially be getting them at a discount if you buy them on PS4 and get the free upgrade. Because mm-hmm. you'll be paying 60 and then getting the free upgrade to 70. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what they do with that. But I don't know. I personally, I'm okay with it going up to seventy dollars. I, I think. It, it's I fine. think if we go up to seventy, then we need to decrease the amount of like deluxe and gold edition pre-order well, stuff. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of that is also because they need more expensive games that they've been afraid to yeah. raise prices. I would hope that we don't because, like, look, every game now that comes out, pretty much every game has a hundred dollar version because. You need to charge that much for these games because they're expensive to make. Like, or at least pack better stuff in it. I don't want to pay eighty dollars for like like three dollars worth of currency in a PS4 theme that doesn't have custom music. Yeah, yeah. Well, and all <laughs> fucking targeting Kingdom Hearts 3's original release. Uh, the Kingdom Hearts original release theme didn't have music, did it? There, it was the Remind hmm. one that added it. Yeah, there there are so many like pre-ordered PS4 themes that don't have custom music. And it's like, why? But I also think that a larger part of that is it doesn't matter what the game price is going to be. That's just something that needs to change. Like, yeah. it's just the culture of video game, like, you know, releasing games right now is that's, it's not so much even about what the price is. It's that that's going to happen no matter what. Um. But hopefully if they don't need to, you know, maybe hopefully if they bring it up to 70, that means that they can maybe not sell $100 versions, maybe $90 versions instead. Yeah. You know, it's, offset it's, it. If we go up to 70, it's definitely going to be hard in the first year for a lot of people. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Especially with, you know, everything that's going on now. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. No. Yeah. And, and I mean, trust me, I, I get that it's going to be hard for people. And I, like, that's. That's a fact, but it's also a fact that like uh, that these games are expensive to make, <laughs> and like they've been sixty dollars for a long time, and it's a little surprising that while everything else has gone up, they've kind of stuck there. Uh, and so I think it's unsurprising that it's going up to seventy. Um. So I'm going to let you take the lead on this part because I really don't know a whole lot about this. But the next big topic that we had to talk about was the uh, sexual misconduct uh, with the uh, Evo, uh, Mr. Wiz. Uh, So this week has been a a huge week for getting rid of some of the sexual predators in the gaming uh, space. Lots lots of Smash people got got exposed, but... uh, I didn't really want to go into the details all that because it's real gross. It's uh, not great. But uh, Joey Keeler, Mr. Wiz, uh, if you ever watched like an Evo presentation, he's sort of a heavy set guy who usually announces what games are going to be played at Evo. And he's sort of the head of Evo, pretty much. Uh, got uh, got some accusations put against him. Some people came out uh, for what he's done in the past. Uh, which was, uh, and if you if you don't want to hear what it was because it is really gross, kind of skip ahead a couple seconds. But he used to, when he was he was around nineteen, and he used to uh, get these underage kids to show him get naked and and do weird things uh. for like the equivalent of like arcade tokens. Oh no! And uh, it's not great. No. So those accusations came out, and uh, NetherRealm, Capcom, Main Six, and them fighting her. Who makes uh, them fighting herds? Namco Bandai, Namco Bandai, <laughs> uh, with Tekken and Soul Calibur, and Maximilian Dude, uh, all pulled out of Evo, as long as some other commentators like uh, like uh, 
I forget his name now that I think about it, but I won't worry about it. Uh, and some other commentators all pull out of Evo saying they're not gonna they're not gonna partake until he's removed, and then eventually he came out. It was like within less than twenty four hours he came out and admitted to this stuff, and so he's been permanently removed from from the Evo company, and uh, so now uh, Evo Online, which was happening this weekend, like. The thing starting today, today or tomorrow, uh, has been canceled. They're refunding as much as they can, and what they can't refund, they'll be putting towards uh, charities and stuff. That's good. At least they're doing, you know, something. <laughs> uh, that's sick. Like, I, I, I don't even, I really, there's, like, I don't know if two dudes is the best... <laughs> We don't really, uh, I don't know if we're the best people to have a conversation about this, but yeah, I, I think know. it's pretty safe to say that, uh, don't be a scumbag, yeah, like, don't do that, yeah, Maybe like, be a good person, stop. yeah, stop, just just, just stop. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, I really don't know what else to say, say. just fucking, fucking stop, uh, because it's way, it comes out way too often. Wait, like, like it's good that it's coming out, but what I mean is that it happens way too often. Is what I should say, not that it comes out way too yeah. often, because it's good that it's coming out, but it happens way too often, and it's just fucking gross. So just stop. So no Eve all this year, uh, along with, of course, no like no E three. Uh, the Smash community is in shambles right now, and uh. A lot of people getting called out in other other uh, facets of of the world too, and that's good. Fuck those people. I think I think we here at Merc with the Movie Blog can give an emphatic fuck those people. I think I can speak for the people here. <laughs> I don't think anybody is going to uh, have a problem with that. No, but uh, fuck those people. Uh, yeah, I mean. You have anything else you want to say about this? No. Sucks for the people who are not scumbags and were training for yeah. this event. Yeah, it sucks that the whole thing was canceled, but I mean So did they cancel it because they just didn't know what to do without him? Uh they put they put uh, one of the Cannon brothers over the over the company for right now. Yeah, but I think they're just like it's just gonna it's already got enough bad press. Let's just Let's just yeah. We'll, go ahead and cancel it. We'll we'll figure it out later. Like well, especially like um, MK11 and them fighting herds uh, are were two of the games that were not like exhibition games. So uh-huh. those are open tournament because they have good good net code. Uh-huh. And it, with those those guys pulled out. Uh, Killer Instinct. Uh, I don't think Killer Instinct pulled out, but. I don't think he even wanted to show up. So it really would have been a like half the show. Half half the half the games that are gonna be featured would be gone. So just cancel the whole thing. Crazy. Uh what do you think what do you think all of this means for Evo next year? Because like they've had a really tough run of it uh this year. It's gonna have to be some big changes. Let's see if, if people can recover from this. Maybe, maybe, maybe there won't be an Evo next year. Maybe, maybe we'll uh, we'll see a more rise in in like more grassroots grassroots tournaments, more local stuff. Interesting. I know that there was. I know it was what because I mean I I know how how long ago was it the um there was a shooting at a. Or maybe I don't know if it, if there was it was actually I think yeah at a, it was at a tournament wasn't it in like Florida recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, at a in Jacksonville. That was yeah. two years ago. Okay, I know that was like a like a football thing. It was at Madden thing. Okay, um, I don't know. It's that's like would be my only worry with a rise of grassroots stuff is that uh, you can't really you can't put the work and kind of i hate to say security that would be needed but gamers have proved that they don't deserve to be trusted yeah um i don't know what 
I don't know what Smash is gonna do because that feels like we need a like an age restriction, and that. So you don't want to go into what happened with Smash because I, I have no idea you... what happened with Smash. Okay, so uh, we'll talk about it briefly. Uh, so with Smash, there are a bunch of a uh, bunch of players that that have uh, been outed as having relations with with minors and other uh, bad stuff. Uh, so I want to say there was one between Nairo and Captain Zack. If you don't know who Captain Zack is, he's uh, he's pretty famous for the Bayonetta versus Bayonetta Grand Finals match. I don't know if you ever heard about that. Uh, no. Uh, people hated it, but uh, okay. so he was kind of like painted as a villain because people didn't like Bayonetta in the game, anyways. But basically, a couple years ago, they were at a tournament. Captain Zack was uh, like 15 at the time. And he was kind of hitting on Nairo, who was like mid 20s. And, uh, you know, uh, Captain Zack probably shouldn't have done that. But also, Nairo's the adult in the situation. Yeah. You should stop that. You should stop that from happening. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Captain Zack came out the other day uh as well as uh Keitaro, which is he's he's brothers with nairo or their friends he got uh accused of statutory uh oh, wow. with a with a minor she was she was drinking at a party she shouldn't have been at because she was a minor yeah she was 16 turning 17 that night still not good uh, and he was like 29. And, oh uh, shit! Not great, not great. Uh, no. Again, again, the way he phrased it, because there, you know, there's the way he phrased it seems like she was coming onto him very hard. Does it, yeah? But, but, also but like, yeah, you he had every opportunity to 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 stop this. He she was drunk. He was not. You know, it's just not good. Yeah, and you're an adult and they're not like that's your, yeah that's what it right like and then uh it, it you know and really it also shouldn't be like because like even on the broader thing don't take advantage of people if they're inebriated right yeah starting there going even further because if it's a minor and you're an adult like that's just it blows my mind it's I, it shouldn't blow so my gross. mind, but you know, it's like I feel like there's there's the basic level of understanding of like don't take advantage of inebriated people, and then I think that somebody would not only do that but do it to a minor is like, uh, and then I, and then uh, a girl named Cinepie, uh was outed by a player named Puppe Puppe. I don't, don't know how to pronounce it. It's spelled P U P P E H. Uh, she was uh, doing sexual things with him when he was fourteen. Jesus, and uh, it kind of ate away at him because she was sort of manipulating him, and uh, that's gross. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the only one, well, not the only one, the only one I've seen that doesn't revolve a minor was a commentator by the name of D One. Uh, very respected individual in the in the community was outed as uh, having sex with a drunk girl, uh, and and she regrets it. And I think, I mean, he says he was also drunk and doesn't really remember what happened. And it's a very it's a very sticky situation. But really, the problem is that you shouldn't be doing this at all. Maybe don't. It's if you get that way when you're drunk, maybe don't. Yeah, don't drink. <laughs> like, so yeah. there there needs to be some sort of some some rules in place for these kind of things going forward, in some kind of way, some enforcement to quell a lot of this. Minors shouldn't be getting alcohol. Yeah, a pretty standard thing here is like, I, I don't know how they were, but that shouldn't be happening. Uh, and if it happens, there should be serious repercussions for the people providing it. Um, because if you buy alcohol for a minor, you get in fucking trouble. 
because that's mm-hmm. the law uh, beyond that. But with the conversation a couple minutes ago about possibly seeing a rising grassroots uh, tournaments and stuff, I would be worried about grassroots tournaments. Not even, like if if I mean a lot of this sh- surely is negligence, but also if big events like these are so negligent and and they aren't able to to protect people that attend like what are what are these smaller tournaments going to be able to do yeah it's i guess it's a problem with the the demographic uh, of the game as well yeah where a lot of people a lot of younger people come in maybe they came in at at smash 4 or they came in at ultimate or yeah, I mean, it's and they mingle with these people who have been here for for ten plus years, and they 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 want to impress them and stuff, and it's not you don't. Yeah, yeah, it's all really fucked. Uh, hopefully, we see some good news come out of it in the next couple of weeks, but I'm not optimistic to be completely frank. Yeah, I don't. All right, that's pretty much it. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna end it on that downer. Uh, upcoming releases. I'm gonna roll through these. Uh, July seventh, Catherine Full Body is releasing on the Switch. I know Catherine nice. I miss game. Uh, and Superliminal is releasing on PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch, which I've played that on uh, PC. Very fun, very good. You should play it. Very cool. I need uh, to beat it. Yeah, I, I had just I it the, the silence makes me anxious. Yeah, I can see that. I can like. Uh, I can I can get that. I always expect some kind of scare to come out. Uh, the only scare is that I might accidentally walk into a door to, to a wall that's painted like a door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, July 9th, Crosscode is releasing for Switch, PS4, and Xbox. I'm actually I don't know what Crosscode is. Crosscode is a uh, let me. Uh, I played the demo for it on Steam. It's a uh, it's a 2D action RPG. Uh, I well, what was this? What I played the demo of on Steam? This might not have been actually. I thought it was. No, I'm pretty sure this is what I played the demo of. I remember playing a demo for this and thinking it was a lot of fun, and I was about to buy it, but then they had just announced that they were going to be releasing a Switch version eventually, and I was mm-hmm. like, that is what I want to play this on. Is on a Switch, so I've been holding out. So I'm very excited to uh to play that. Uh, and on July 10th, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2 is releasing on Windows, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, Bloodstained being the uh, the game series that's being made by the Castlevania guy, right? Yeah, Bloodstained uh, is an Ega game. Yeah. So that came out. But before Bloodstained came out, there was Curse of the Moon, which is like, an, like a pixel kind of game. It's sort of in the same vein, and now they're making the second one. And it's coming out, and Seven days. Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise is releasing on Switch on July 10th as well. We talked about that a little bit uh, previously. And yeah, then a finally, couple weeks ago. Yeah. Finally, Sword Art Online, Alicization, like Crossus, like, like Chorus, is releasing on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, I'm not going to play it, but I just wanted to throw out that they're still making Sword Art Online games. They should stop. <laughs> uh... I still think it'd be kind of fun to play Sword Art Online, like, the game. Like, the whole Aincrad idea of, like, going up the levels of the tower and it being like an MMO. I think that's a cool idea for a game. But, I don't want to play a game based off the anime. I just want to play that. I just want to play the game idea. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the show. Uh, Tyler, why don't you plug your stuff? Hey, I, uh... I make podcasts sometimes with uh, our mutual friend Mike. We we do Ride or Die, and if you go on Twitter at Ride or Die Podcast, well, hold on. Uh, if you go on our Twitter at, that's at Ride or Die Podcast, you'll be able to find our link to our anchor, and there you'll be able to find us on your favorite podcasts and platforms, as well as uh, I do a podcast called uh, All the Angles that I mentioned earlier with my friends Zero and Sly, and we sort of go in depth on. Different games. Right now, we're doing Danganronpa two. Uh, we wanted to do some more Danganronpa afterwards because we still got to cover the anime and stuff. But uh, I, both of us are kind of Danganronpa out right now, so we're probably gonna do some different, like talk about Avatar 
but you can find that on Twitter at, at, at all the angles podcast. Oh God, I don't know. Yeah, all the angles pod, and then you can find us on Anchor at Anchor.fm forward slash all the angles. And that's it. That's it for me. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. I do a bunch of stuff, but guess what? Uh, I retweet them and you can find it all there because I don't want to list everything that I do because it would take a long time. You guys can find this show and others on the Mercury the Movie Blog podcast feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, and Overcast. You guys can also follow Merc with the Movie Blog on Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you guys next time on the Game Over screen.